from his studios in New York. It's time for Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora, where sports meets life. Here's your host, Dan Tortora. Welcome here to Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora on WakeUpCallDT.com, your one-stop sports shop, and on MixLR.com backslash WakeUpCallDT. Both of those places you can hear the internet live streaming radio every Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time. You can also watch Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora live on Facebook at the same time, Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. Eastern Time on Facebook.com backslash live now dt this is a very special heading into week number four the upcoming game with syracuse at home against western michigan syracuse facing off against former offensive coordinator and quarterbacks coach tim lester who is the current and has been for the last few seasons head coach of the western michigan broncos coming in to the carrier dome to face off against syracuse in week number four of the college football season and I am here today with one-on-one conversations with Syracuse linebackers Lakeem Williams and Andrew Armstrong. So first and foremost on today's broadcast you're going to hear from Lakeem Williams followed by Andrew Armstrong both of them in the interior of the defense letting you know their thoughts as they move forward from Clemson in the first quarter of the season aka the first three games of the season into where they stand now in week number four heading off against Western Michigan with Syracuse starting off the season at one and two, a victory on the road against Liberty, a loss on the road after that in week number two against Maryland, and a loss at home to start off their home stint, that loss coming to number one ranked Clemson. So if they go from here to look to get back on the winning side of things, it only take one win to get back to 500 in their season at two and two. Western Michigan is the next one up, and the first one up here is Lakeem Williams of Syracuse football linebacker on the team. Well, just what you could say about uh, coming off this game, and first quarter of the season, getting back to it. Uh, I mean, besides the loss, it was just great being back on the field, being home, just playing in front of the crowd. The 50,000-plus, third most ever in the history of Syracuse football, just what that means to you guys as you step forward? Oh, it means a lot, you know, just coming out, you know, and just seeing it just packed, and all you see is just fans. It was just really exciting, and it was just like, Dang, if they do that now, I'm pretty sure, like, you know, years to come is just going to be sold out from here on out. The linebacker core, just what you can say from these first three games you guys have taken from each other. I got to speak to Andrew a little bit about you, just what you can say about his play and maybe as a whole for the linebacker core. Uh, you know, I felt like we came out versus Clemson and we just got back on track how we were against uh, Liberty. Uh, took a little step back versus Maryland, but, you know, we felt like we just need to get back to playing our game and just doing our style of play. I feel like Army is a great linebacker. You know, he's really smart when it comes to the knowledge of the game. Uh, he gets into his run fits very well. He's a great player. Behind you guys, the secondary, every game an interception, just what you can say about what they've meant to this program and obviously created some opportunities against Clemson even though it didn't go your way. 
Uh, they really take the initiative of getting the job done. Uh, they study their routes like extremely well. Um, I feel like they their game preparation was good, and you know they just have a lot of talent back there. And really doesn't matter who's out there. I just I just know when I'm on the field. I just trust everybody out there. So that's always a blessing. And finally, for me, just what Coach Baber's message has been coming off of Clemson. I know he spoke to you guys at midfield and kind of going from there into practice. Just what the message has been at this point. Uh, for real, well, the way I look at it is just we just got to keep continuing to go hard, and we just got to find a way. Uh, we can't put the blame on nobody. We just got to, you know, take it to the chin and just keep pushing it. From Lakeem Williams to his linebacker core member, Andrew Armstrong, this is what Andrew had to say in our conversation heading out of Clemson and moving forward into the rest of the season. Andrew, I spoke with Lakeem a little bit, and you, you and I spoke a couple weeks ago. Just what you've been taking away from the linebacker core in the first quarter of the season? Um, you know, I thought we had a solid first game. We were communicating uh, a lot on the field. Um, you know, second game, and I think our preparation was as good as the first game. I think we kind of overlooked Maryland a little bit, and uh, you know, our communication wasn't great. Um, you know, we were kind of winning out there, kind of tired. But uh, you know, being able to bounce back and have a good game from a linebacker standpoint against Clemson was uh, was really promising. And um, you know, we have a lot of confidence going this Western Michigan game and Clemson all came down to communication. We were talking every play. Um, you know, I felt confident out there. Uh, so yeah, I felt really good going into Western Michigan. You said that you might have overlooked Maryland a little bit. Was that the hype for Clemson? Was that, you know, just simply getting caught up in it a little bit? You know, possibly. Um, you know, I think we were scared to lose to Liberty. I don't think anyone was scared to lose to Maryland. So I, th I think we overlooked them. We were, they came out with a lot of stuff we hadn't seen before. And uh, I think we just let the moment get the best of us. And when the pressure hit, you know, we didn't respond well. And it's a learning experience. Um, early on the season, still a long season left, only three games in. And, uh, you know, I'm looking forward to the rest of the season. I think we're going to do really just fine. Your unit with Lakeem coming in, transferring in, you obviously having opportunities in rotation, but for the last couple of years, linebackers had gone through and finished up that had a ton of experience and a ton of leadership. I've spoken with you about leadership before, kind of making this linebacker core out of a bunch of guys that were fighting for opportunities in recent history. Just what that's been like to you know, go into this new era of, of the linebacker at Syracuse where there isn't an incumbent starter, so to speak. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, you know, we just have to learn from the guys above us. And, and these young guys are going to have an opportunity to you know, start for two to three years after we're gone, and there's a lot of depth right now. So, um, yeah, we're just we're trying. We, we've seen leaders come to this program, like I said before, and just being able to relate that. And, you know, we've been leaders before. We were leaders in our high schools. Uh, so, yeah, just constant communication, trying to get the young guys right. For this game, coming off of the Clemson game, just what your takeaways were from Clemson. Like you said, you guys talked the entire game together, the defense did a lot of great things. We were able to get two takeaways against Trevor Lawrence, who a lot of people regard as the best quarterback in the country. Just what that means that, you know, you guys had a good game against him last year and knocked him out of the game, and then this year another close one, at least at certain points where those two turnovers happened that could have made it a three- to four-point game. Yeah, and we were able to compete with, uh, you know, the Fighting National Champions, probably the best, one of the best offenses in the country, and you know, that's, that's that's giving us a lot of confidence going into this game that we can hang with anybody. And uh, you know that uh, home field advantage, all the all the people in the dome, the sellout dome, was really critical in our success too. Being able to get them on third down, and you know they can't hear their cadence, so we're able to time up the snap count, and you know, that's a huge win for us being at home and having the fans involved. And um, yeah, like I said, being able to compete with Clemson, you know, we're not, we're not scared of anyone. We can hang with anybody, so. We're 
we're filling out coffee and going to Western Michigan. I say close because there was those defensive turnovers that created opportunities. I don't think the score of Clemson, 41 to six, truly showed how you guys played. Do you get a sense of that as well? Yeah, definitely. We were right there. Uh, you know, um, we were right there. Uh, yeah, we were right there, and uh, I feel like people, they see the score 41-6, I believe it was, and they don't understand how close we really were, and, you know, minus two or three plays where we're in that ball game, we have opportunity to win. Some of the other guys, uh, alumni of the program, have said that sometimes, you know, if, if the defense does their job, then there might be, you know, kind of a back and forth with the offense or vice versa. Have you felt that at all in the locker room? Any frustration has gone back and forth, or have you guys kind of just continued to fight for one another offense, defense, and special teams despite some of these early hiccups? Yeah, we're, we're definitely staying together. Uh, no one's pointing the finger. No one's blaming each other. Um, we're a team, and we win or lose as a team, and um, we have our offenses back. You know, they're going to get things right. They're going to start producing points. And, uh, yeah, we're not, not pointing enough fingers, standing together as a team, and we're super confident going to Western Michigan as a team as a whole. Tommy DeVito, as a leader, I know you're on the defensive side, but you get to see what he can do in practice, and obviously in games he's out there working. Time is important. You know it from coming up, and obviously with Tommy, this is his third season on the team, but his only true season as the starter. Do you feel that there should be a little bit more time of him getting comfortable. I mean, can, do you understand as a team that he's stepping into a new role even though he's been here? Yeah, we're only three games in the season. Um, you know, it's a long season ahead of us. We have the opportunity to win out and win ball games. And, uh, you know, this is his first time starting as a quarterback. And obviously he hasn't, doesn't have a ton of experience. And that's going to come. And, you know, people are so quick to, to get down on him. But, like I said, we just played a great Clemson team. Only the third game of the season, a long season ahead. And, uh, you know, Tommy's a great leader. He's a great football player. And I'm, and I'm excited to have him as my quarterback. So moving forward, Dino had taken you guys to the center of the field at the end of the game. And Evan said that that's happened before. He's like, you know, in practice we go, we talk. It's just how it is. What are some of those messages when he does pull you aside? I mean, do you feel that Ohana, that family, does he, you know, whether he's upset or not, is it more of a, hey, listen, we got to regroup, we got to be together? Like, what's the what's the message? What's the motivation that he kind of brings? Yeah, definitely. Um, even though we're going to S in our home field, that's that's our home. That's where we play. Um, just staying together, that's his main message and, and remembering the feeling of losing on our home field and uh, it sucks to lose and you, you don't forget that feeling and you have it in the back of your mind when you're preparing the next week in practice and you don't want to experience that again so yeah, I'll push you to work harder and um, you know, prepare better so uh, we remember that feeling from Clemson and Maryland and you know, we're going to take that out against Western Michigan. You come off a 10-3 and three season, there's a lot of expectation. You have a couple tough games here as far as how they ended. Do you go back to the team with the chip on your shoulder or how do you kind of assess maybe how the environment is right now? Because they said last year you could sneak up on people, this year you can't, but now it almost seems like you're that team that maybe somebody's overlooking at this point. Yeah, like you said, there was a lot of expectations on us this season and uh, there was a little bump in the road. We have some adversity right now, so we do have that chip on our shoulder now. People are down us, not with us anymore. And it's not the same feeling as the beginning of the season going into the season, so we want to prove everyone wrong that you know, we're still that team that could win 10 games, 11 games, and it's a long season ahead. It's only three games during the season, so we're going to show people that, that we belong. And lastly, 50,000 people plus in the Dome. 
It's the third largest crowd ever for a football game. You got to experience that. What do you want to say to the fans about that not just being a thing for Clemson, but that being a normal that I'm sure you as players would all like to see because we know in Seattle what the 12th man can do, right. and we know that this closed environment of the Loud House, what that sounds like because we saw it and we heard it against Clemson. So just what you can say to the fans about making this a normal thing and not just a Saturday night thing. Yeah, I just want to say thank you to the fans that run show for Clemson. Um, it's an experience that I'll never forget, that my teammates will never forget. And running out of town and seeing 50,000 of the Orange is, is awesome. And they gave us such an advantage on the field. Uh, when we were on defense on third down, um, you know, the crowd's so loud, the offense can't hear the snap count. So we're able to time that up, and when we have a big play, the momentum and just the crowd and, and the feeling, it gives us such an advantage. So, like, if, if everyone's able to go out for every home game like that, we're gonna we're gonna be able to win games. And we were able to hang with the number one team in the country, and part of that is because of the fans. So it's a huge help, and like you said, the 12th man, and, and you know, we, we're very thankful. I want to thank both of these gentlemen for being a part of the show and all the Syracuse players, past, present, and, of course, those future players as well for being a part of Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. So many voices have graced the stage connected to Syracuse football, and I cannot thank them enough. So a special thanks once again to Lakeem Williams as well as Andrew Armstrong, and a God bless and a God speed moving forward. For now, this is Wake Up Call with Dan Tortora. We'll see you at the Dome.